Welcome to the Empower Hour. We bring power to the people because the people have the power. This squad's going to entertain, enlighten, and empower y'all. I'm Queen Kaya, joined by Pharaoh Hammond Freeman and Gina the Great. But before we do anything else, like always, we're going to bless this show and our kings and queens listening. Ah, blessed, melanated, rising, my people. I hope you're having an exceptional day. I am so grateful to life. I'm grateful to God, our creator, and I'm grateful to the ancestors for making it possible for us to be able to be on here this morning. And as to today's show, let it be educational for those who are listening. Let it be entertaining um, for those who are listening. And most importantly, let it be empowering to all our listeners. And I'm just sending out the spirit of love, light, unity, health, positivity, I feel like I want to send out more. Uh, let me see. Patience, there, yes. Hotep, amen, and ashe. Yes. That is the energy. Yeah. Grand Rising, Gina the Great. Grand Rising. Grand Rising. I had to ask for a little uh, patience to put, put into that because um, let me just get right into how my week's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought you were trying to rush your Lord, but okay, go ahead. No, never you know, that. The energy. Always on time. Takes Always time. on time. Okay, go, got you, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All day. Um, because since last week, I, I'm sure you guys know this a bit throughout um, <clears throat> the recording, there's a lot of clearing of the throat and stuff like that. Uh, so I've been going through a little bit of stress. In oh, the last few weeks. Talk about it. And uh, it's been manifesting physically in my body. And so uh, there was a lot of acid reflux, a lot of situations like that. And um, and created a post-nasal drip now at this point. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I thought it was COVID. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> Go ahead. It's not COVID. No, awesome. it's not. No, it's not COVID. I, not to say that I'd rather it be. But <laughs> <laughs> it's been quite annoying. <laughs> so, like, I'm on anti-acids right now. And mm. so, you know, um, you know. Let me just let y'all know it's it's a lot better, but there's still a lot of um, a lot of post nasal drip. So there will be clearing of the throat. <clears throat> That'll be my uh, my guess for today's <laughs> show. <laughs> because, so okay, well, can you kind of talk about it? What's, what's creating the stress? Um, all right. Well, there there's some that I can and some that I, that I can't talk about. But the the, the stuff that I can talk about is um, I mean it's it's partially good things at the end of the day. But anyone who's gone through any types of renovations know mm. the stress that comes around there. So like I'm. I'm out of my house, guys. I'm kicked out of my house. Boy. Because I only have one bathroom and I'm renovating the bathroom. Oh, you know? God. And I said, look, um, as long as you get the toilet, like, set, once you get that toilet, I'll come back in my house. I don't care. I, I do toilets. You know what Yo, I mean? Yo, bucket bed. Bucket bed all day. How do you mean? Shout out to bucket beds. But you can't be in a house without a, <laughs> without a toilet. <laughs> You know I mean? you Mind can't. you, bucket bed only works in warm climates, I find. Because, yo, cold bucket bed is... No, but I'm in my house. I can boil some water. What are you True. talking about? And, and turn on the heat in the bathroom. Right, right, 100%. right. 100%. Mm, oh, I, I won't even be able to bucket bed in the bathroom. Mm. It's got to be bird bath in the kitchen. Anyway, oh, whatever it anyways, is. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyway, so there's the stress of those of those renos. Um, not being in my space, in my home. So, living out of a bag and going back to my mom's place you know mm, shout like, out janine sorry do you know what it's like going back to your your parents house after 10 years yeah no i don't but damn <laughs> and like and i never and, left but go ahead <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but it's the different routines you know when i wake up in the morning it's nice and quiet in my house mm. that's not the case mm. <laughs> that's not the case at all oh, and um my mom has this thing right so her alarm goes off in the morning at six o'clock in the morning i never wake up at that time wow. but it goes off at six o'clock in the morning and she doesn't hear it <sighs> and i can hear a pin drop to wake me up my alarm is like, like Amazon. so mm-hmm. any other alarm mm-hmm. rips me out of my dreams <laughs> how do kids me in the face <laughs> into this reality in life like god <laughs> like, i feel like my heart's out of my chest i'm mm-hmm. like what is this mm-hmm. and who's here right. and i'm like oh right i'm not home right <laughs> i'm here Mm-hmm. And so there's there's that, and then of course, um, uh, because I feel like I'm uh, I must be a bit of a sadist and masochist because I'm also moving mm-hmm. next month wow. uh, into a new build, and so then there there's there's the move that I have to deal with that. There's wow. the finding the tenant for my place currently, mm-hmm. and there's all the monies that come out of your account yes. for both the rentals and the final payments uh, for the place. Good, good. So you know. 
these are all good things. Yes, yes. No, no, these are rich people problems. Like, you know, so so yes, it's a good problem to have. You know, like the, it's good, but it's yep. still stressful. Yes, I'm, uh, yes, I'm with you on that one. So, yeah. So, what I'm trying to do is get more sleep. Mm-hmm. I've increased my sleep by about 30 minutes a week on average, thanks to the Fitbit that tells me how many hours I sleep. Nice. Uh, and I'm really trying to bring that another half an hour to be a full full rest. Cause that and to is do also- that, you're going to sleep earlier or you're waking yeah, up later? I'm going to sleep earlier. Okay. <clears throat> and I'm also um, falling asleep with, like, the rain sounds. Mm. Right? So okay. I'm trying to meditate just so the clear mind. Oh, does it make you want to pee? No? No. Okay, good. No. Interesting. Um, And uh, so, like, I'm just trying to... You're just clearing the mind before you go to sleep. Just have restful sleep from that standpoint. Oh. So I'm doing a little bit of that. And um, also just... Protecting my peace. Like, you know, so the other part that I'm not going to talk about is where I'm just like, all right, well, we're just going to have to do some rearrangements of life mm. and, and how you deal with certain people so that you can protect your peace. And, you know, it's harder in some instances than others, but I'm going to do what I got to do there. Yeah, I commend you on that. Um, I I had forgotten um, that I wanted a weekly update on your boyfriend, but... Um, First of all, I have no boyfriend. Well, I don't know, because you mentioned on the radio a couple of weeks ago that, that you're dating and it's I went really on, well. Yeah, I'm dating. Yeah, I know. And you said it went really well. So I thought I was... Every time, every week, I'm really excited. And I, actually, I put it in my in my notes um, that I, I wanted updates. Just, just scratch it out, because right now I don't have time. <laughs> okay, I'm just... Okay, I clear. Okay, yeah. you're busy. Yeah, you sorry, sorry, guys. No update, and then there probably won't be any updates for the upcoming weeks. So oh. I got other things that I'm, I'm doing. So it didn't right go now. that well. Okay, we'll talk about it off here. We'll talk about it. Um... <clears throat> Farah, how was your week? Uh, yo, so basically, well, I'm up there with you with the stress. Um, I'm still trying to battle all kind of different fa- physical ailments that I'm getting d- due to stress. Um, so apparently now it's it's my sciatic, and I, it's so funny. I figure it's karma because I keep laughing at people when they talk about the sciatic. <laughs> now, now I'm like, oh, I think it's my sciatic. <laughs> Sciatic nerve hit. Different. Yo, it really does. But the thing is very weird because it's like I could I could really say it's stress induced. Like depending on yeah. what I'm doing and depending on where my mind is at, like it starts to hurt. And I'm like, yo, this is wild. Like I'll just stop what I'm doing, start doing something else, and it stops. I'm like, yo, this is so crazy. So anyway, so this is one of my this is one of my weekly challenges. I'll keep you guys posted. I've been trying all kind of different stretching. Next week, I'm going to go check uh, check out actually a new member of the OFC who is a. Uh, not chiro. Is it chiropractor? Osteo. Osteo. Thank you. Yeah. You know. So I'm gonna check him out next week. I'll keep you guys posted on how that goes. But you know, uh, fingers crossed. Um, aside from that, cool things coming up. I'm really excited. My 18 year old or 17 year old is about to uh, celebrate his black mitzvah. Um, and I'm uh, really, uh, really looking forward to that. It's gonna Wait, be great. I'm sorry. I thought black mitzvah was at 13. There's, uh, there's multiple. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, of course, especially when you create the black mitzvah, we could actually. Pretty much, you know, have it whenever we want. That's the awesome part about it. You're right. Yeah, that's you know, these are these are the things, guys. Again, if you're if you're you're listening right now, my encouragement to everybody is just be originators of stuff. So for the people, yes. can you explain what a black mitzvah is? Ah, oh, definitely. So basically, everybody knows the term of a bat mitzvah or a um, bar mitzvah, um, where it's like a coming of age. Um, so we basically took the term. I think we took it from Tiffany Haddish, uh, who had her own black mitzvah. I think she had a special on Netflix. And I was like, oh, this is a great idea. But then we took it next level. And then we started our own coming, coming of age for the young boy. Well, right. We started with young boys in the community. And I'm coming to realize that actually we need to do it for the young girls, too. Right. Young girls. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely young girls in the community. But it's a coming of age where we make it a point to. Um, one, we have we have uh, the youth read a book, um, the uh, se- the um, uh, secrets of a millionaire mind. Uh, they read that book. We have the meet with different community leaders and mentors in the community. Oh, and actually, our guest that was that, that's on with us today. Uh, we we had uh, we had him meet with one of our uh, with, with with our um, I guess black mitzvah candidate. I don't know if that's what you call them, but you know our black mitzvah youth coming up. Celebrator. Celebrator. Whatever you guys know what I mean. The youth that's now going through his black mitzvah met with our guest that that's that's going to be with us today. So it's going to be exceptional. We'll, we'll dive in see what his perspective was. Was but anyway, so we have to meet with different community leaders, different mentors to ask different questions, to get different insight in terms of life. Um, we have to meet with a spiritualist to understand again who they are on a spiritual level. Um, and all this they have to compile into a report. And then they present that report to right, the community. I remember that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember that. They present the report, and, and in that report, they explain like you know what they learned, how they're going to apply it to their lives, um, and what their plans are for the future. 
And then basically, like like anything else, the community comes together. We put some funds in our envelope uh, and we bless the youth and uh, give them a little seed moving uh, to move forward in life with, you know. And uh, yeah, I'm really accept- I'm really excited. I'm excited. It's, it's just one for having this inspiration to create this initiative for our youth. I pray other community people or families listening to this adopt it. And if you guys want more information, please do not hesitate to reach out. It'd be my pleasure to share our blueprints. Um, I want to take a quick little shout out. Uh, give a shout out to my niece, Nefertari, um, back L. She just turned 13. Shout out, Nefi. That's my so gunshot for today. Should she be your first black mitzvah female? Right. That, I'm thinking, well, it, technically her birthday passed, but because we make up the rules, Technically, it might not matter. Um, I, but, you know, I got to talk because it's one thing. She's my niece. I don't want It's not something you want to impose on, on, on a parent or whatever be the case. So I have to speak to the parent. I have to speak to, to her as well, see if she's interested. But I would love it. If not, then for sure it's going to be phenomenal. Right? My yeah, daughter. True, true. She's coming yes. up in two years. She's actually, no, one more. She's 12 this year, eh? Lord have mercy. Anyway, so that, that, that'll be next. Um, as we're on the topic of youth, and I'm, I'm going to conclude my little segment with this. Um, there was uh, this past week, uh, we heard about uh, a youth that went missing. Um, and then, um, well, so um, the youth went missing and the, he was found, right? But in that interim, while he went missing, it brought up a lot of concern for people in the community. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be really cool if, as a community, we had our own community watch. You know, where amongst the community, like almost like we have our own internal Amber Alert kind of thing, because apparently what I came to understand while we we're looking, while we were finding out more about this situation is that the police don't really get involved until the person has been missing for like 24 hours. This is what I'm coming to understand. So, yeah, but I think the Amber Alerts, um, I think they send out Amber, Amber Alerts if you have like information about um like so, you know, you know when we get those and you see it, it says, okay, it's it's children this this that age mm-hmm. in a car wearing this, right. and they they know of a, of a person that they're sus- suspecting, right? I think that's what gets into the Amber Alert itself. Mm-hmm. Other than that, there are probably many other cases uh, of all types of different youths that go missing that we don't hear about, and now we're relying on social media, You're right, to have to find out about it. And that's crazy. it. And so, like the and um, so the ideal, and you're absolutely right with that. Like the ideal would be if. As a, as a collective When something like this happens If we had like our Our own stream Our own hotline And not, not to knock social media Because social media does work yes. But it, it would be awesome If it was like an organized effort Where it's like okay You know this, this information Came down the pipeline And we're all on alert And we're all looking out For each other And we're all looking out For our youth and stuff like that I think it's something that It's like these are little I, I say little things But they can have a huge impact Just in terms of peace of mind Also as a parent To know that you're part Of this type of collective well, you know, back in the, the 80s and 90s when we were younger, like they, I remember them setting up that whole neighborhood watch and it was mm-hmm. about neighbors like paying attention to what's going on in, 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 the, in the streets. Yeah. Now we need to digitalize that. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like we're in a new era and we need to figure out how to bring that into the, the 2022. So. Facts. So, you know, so I said, I told myself I would bring it up today because I think it would be just, you know, to, to start the conversation, to plant the seeds in the minds of parents. Um, you know, like, uh, and if it's something you guys are interested in wanna, and you want to deep dive in, um, reach out to the OFC because it's something we're looking to develop right now. We're working on setting up a, a youth a youth group. Remember back going to church, we had youth. Uh, Fridays. <laughs> yes. There's Bible studies. For youth, but, exactly. Youth, uh, Thank Bible you. Studies. Minus the Bible study part, but we're thinking about just getting the, no, it's nothing about the Bible. For those who are in it, I'm, you know, I'm all for that too. But um, it's just that this is not the objective. This, this is really to create the space again for youth to get together, to start to get to know each other, mm-hmm. and even as us as parents to see some of these other youth in the community. You know what I mean? Just to be able to plant these seeds because it's just, I don't know. I just find that as we're growing and we're getting busier, and time is flying by, and we're all getting distracted, we're losing that sense of community and that sense of yes. connecting. Well, especially with the pandemic, I think not only the youths are have lo- have lost it, but we as as a people, even we who grew up in in the, in the days of going outside and playing in the park like i don't even know how to um communicate with people <laughs> and like i'm like oh we, oh you want me in person <laughs> you want to just link up on a zoom right thing? like a facetime thing but speaking of mm-hmm. i went out to dinner on saturday mm-hmm. everybody was outside 
no, 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 no. It's like they couldn't wait to no. get free. Yo, so because y'all know, right? So um, Saturday, mm-hmm. the, the the rules were out the window. Okay, I wasn't no aware, capa- but thank you. No more capacities. No more. No more Vax Pass. No more clubs were open. Bars are open. Karaoke. Y'all can sing again. Wow. Y'all can dance again. Bless. Okay. Well, good stuff. So and I was having a celebratory dinner because my friends trying a new job. Nice. And I'm like, okay, so I call the bring. Hi, can I get a, a reservation now that mm-hmm. everyone can eat yeah. restaurants again? Yeah, sure. So we have five forty-five or eight forty-five. I'm oh. like, so. Oh. When I want to eat at a normal hour, right. that's not no. available. Early or late, my friend. Right. So mm-hmm. took the eight forty-five. Yeah, of course. Grown know? people shit. Right. I when I got, when I got there, circled the block a couple of times for some parking. <laughs> obviously, should take the metro. Every no, never. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Whoops. No, there's nothing wrong with the metro. <laughs> it's just that eight forty-five right. on a Saturday. I'm not doing it. Facts. Facts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so every restaurant I seen packed to capacity, which is nice. So I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. life's getting back. Yeah. But what I did see too in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. My girl, one 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 patron mm-hmm. was there with a spaghetti strap dress, about mid thigh long. I was just like, "Is this summer?" I was about to. I was like, "Wait, spaghetti strap?" Because you skipped the spring dress. Yo, you went she, straight to the. You went straight to the. I was like, "Okay, off. we outside." She's turning oh. off exactly. And then I got flashbacks to my use because then there's people waiting for and lined up for the club. Mm-hmm. With no jackets. You know when you mm. love the jackets in the car? People are <laughs> still you know, doing that? Yeah, but you know what? I started saying that too. I was like, yo, you know what though? When I was 19 and that $2 check-in uh, meant a, a dwank. Stop I it. went to spend the money on a dwank. You left the car. You left the jacket in the car. But you know what I didn't do? Mm. Lines. Mm. Never waited for yo, the Yo, that's facts. So yes. you just a walk through. And then, oh, the, and then the other creme de la creme that I saw, girl had this strappy heel sandal. I'm like, but it's real snow out here. And ice, yo. yo. So it was, it was, it was quite. We the should just applaud those heroes. Uh, I don't know who just want to be out just doing the most. That's uh, your shout uh, out to them. You better than me, yo. Facts. So yo, so but as you just said, so they're going out, they're turning up, they're spending money. As you guys know, this is money making March. Um, so we're talking all kind of money this month. Yep. So last week we, uh, what did we talk to you last week, Gina? Um, we spoke about crypto. Crypto. Oh my gosh. Did we ever get all kind of good positive reviews? Big shout out to Matthew for crypto last week. This week we're talking real estate. Um, guys, again, I'm going to say you're welcome in advance. Um, no, you know me. I just figure it's just, it's, it's just this type of information, guys. Like you can't, well, technically you could pay for it, but it's a lot of money. It's very expensive for the information you're going to learn today. So make sure you have your paper and pen. We have an exceptional guest uh, in studio with us today who's going to enlighten us, educate us, inspire us, and get us excited about um, investing, uh, period, investing in real estate, collectively investing. Just, you know, we're going to learn all kinds of different things. We're going to ask tons of questions um, so that you guys can be educated. So before we dive in with our guest, we'll take a quick moment and dive into our break, and we'll be back. Let's take a quick positive cause just to shout out our homegirls, Kemba and Andrea from Keen Real Estate Group. Whenever you're thinking real estate, whenever you're thinking investments, whenever you're thinking about planning for the long term, think Keen Real Estate Group. They're generating wealth for generations. KeenGroup.ca. If your goal is to purchase a car and to make the process as simple as possible, just get a car broker, guys. You just get a car broker. Big shout out to our homeboy, Hamsdale Jacques, the owner of HJCoutierAuto.com. That's H-J-C-O-U-R-T-I-E-R-A-U-T-O.com. If you're a small to medium-sized business and you're getting started and you're ready to go to the next level, what do you need? You need a phone line and you need a website. Think Mainstream Digicom. They got all your telecommunication needs checked. MainstreamDigicom.com. You're trying to get out on the web. You're trying to understand how to navigate through ads. Check out Java Logics for all your marketing, your digital marketing. Where would we be without Preston? I don't even know. Check out Java Logics. I give thanks to Preston for what he's done for the OFC. The amount of positive reviews we've gotten from all his referrals. We're proud to stand behind his work. Check out JavaLogics.com. No, it's not just because he's my brother. It's because you can't talk hip-hop in Montreal without saying M-City Solo. Guys, check out his latest project, In My Feels, available on mcitysolo.com. If it's not one of the, the hardest new EPs to hit Montreal, come and let me know. You already know. It's your boy, Farrell, big enough, mcitysolo.com. Keeping the culture alive. 
I gotta give thanks to West Can Folk Performing Company. For the last 40 years plus, they've been promoting our culture through song, drum, and dance, educating youth, the children, the seniors. Just check them out. Westcanfolk.com. Girl, what are you cooking? My curry chicken. Ooh, you're burning it. Oh, gosh, it looks so... (laughs) It's okay, girl. You need the curry house. They have the best Caribbean food in town. Two locations in Montreal, West Island and Cotonège. For more information, follow Caribbean Curry House MTL. Don't forget to mention the Empower Hour for your 10% discount. So, who placed in the order? Me. (laughs) DeVito, WizKid, Burner Boy. Those are just some of the big names that's blessed Montreal thanks to Afrobeats Montreal. Definitely check out Afrobeats MTL for all concerts, show listings, everything that has to do with Afrobeats in the city. Check out Afrobeats MTL. One full circle. We are the Melanated Community Resource Hub and Network. What does that mean? We're here for each other. Parlay with the people. 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 Parlay with the people, y'all. We're talking money. So, Gina, we're talking real estate. First of all, Gina, what do you know about real estate? How's your real estate game and uh, what's happening on your side? Listen, mine is a constant learning. Ten years ago, I I purchased my first condo. Mm Mm-hmm. And boy, if I knew now what I if I knew then what I know now, mm. it would have been a hell of a lot easier. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, learning curves and it's great. And one thing I want to say too is that uh, I, once upon a time I used to think that oh, well, if you have the money to pay the rent, why don't you just take that same money and pay it on the mortgage? Mm-hmm. Not that simple, Gina. Okay, you know. When you're young, ignorance is bliss. Right, ignorance correct. is really, really bliss. Because mm-hmm. then when you realize that you have, mm, I don't know, municipal and school taxes, <laughs> welcome taxes, mm. <laughs> cost of ownership. <laughs> Just like that. You're owner, you pay more. Cost of ownership. Yeah, yeah, no. It's like, not the same thing. Facts. So, I, and I remember talking to one of my colleagues back in the day. I was just like, oh, why don't you just buy? She's just like, I can't afford to buy. I was like, well, if you're paying rent, you can afford to buy. No, no. No, dummy. Mm-hmm. It's not that simple. <laughs> it takes preparation. Mm-hmm. It takes all of these things. And hey, uh, thank thank God I, I went through it and it's good and it's been good since. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's important to know what you want, what you can put up with. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, condos means that you're multiple owners. Mm-hmm. A house means like there's a whole lot more that you are responsible for mm. on your own mm. or you and, and the unit you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, multiplexes is a whole other thing. And then commercial is a whole other thing, too. And there's so much out there yeah. for it. And I, I'm i glad I did what I did. I, I, I bought it for just like me living in purposes at that time. Mm-hmm. And it took about 10 years because... We talk about investments, and I've always looked at, like, no, I want the investments that give me that that, that quick money back now. Right, yeah. Because all, every time I heard about investing in, <clears throat> in real estate, I'm like, okay, but that's the money that you're getting in, like, 10, 15, 20, 25 years from now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not going to make me eat right now. Right. That was a little short-sighted. Yeah. But luckily, because I made this purchase... With the with different intentions, mm-hmm. now I'm able to go back into that. Oh no, like we're we're ready to mm-hmm. really invest into the real estate and have that generational wealth because you don't nice. think about generational wealth Thank when you. you're in your twenties. Yep, and and that's 20s, a setback for a lot of us. Yeah, Gina, well said. What uh, you know about it? Yeah, not much, guys. Uh, so let me just tell you guys. So I've had a cool experience. My wife and I, like a little bit after we got married, can't really remember exactly now. How long have we been married now? 15 years or so. Uh, somewhere in between there, we bought a uh, cottage. Mm-hmm. Except, and first, I got... St. Clair Curly Murmur. Uh, who? St. Clair Curly Murmur. Far. The, oh, I'm like, what area was that in? I didn't even know. Like, that's not where I live. But anyway, so... <laughs> yes. the, yeah, the point is as far, right? But the thing is, it sets a the, the investment. First of all, going through that process of being able to make the purchase and stuff like that, like, like you just said, it was, it was a learning experience right for us but the joy of what we did is like it's like having that asset was huge not to mention that the our property like we have about a half an acre right so we have we have a lot of land like we have space right compared to like when you go to people's houses in the city no one has that kind of space uh, <laughs> yeah you know what i mean it's just like that's just what it is and it just gives us different freedom now that we we also had the advantage of the fact that hey 
like we were busy my wife and i were busy and so we were in the city a lot so we rented out the cottage and we had other people paying the mortgage for a long time it was awesome people were rented for airbnbs put on different events parties all kind of different things yo we have space so now let's let's fast forward we have the ofc and now we've recently like well when i say recent it's about three years right we we created an investment group and the whole purpose of the investment group was for us to recreate a whole black wall street now it's awesome we from the within this investment group we raised roughly about forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars dope but this is where it got real because having the money is not it it's not we were uh, we came in very green like yo we just need to raise some bread put money down buy some real estate keep it popping no i'm so grateful for people like rodney who's here to share this wisdom with us because it was such a learning curve to the point where we're still like we went through so many loops trying to buy this like we went through trying to buy different things commercial buildings come to understand the reality of buying a commercial building as a collective it's there's just all kind of different realities that, that come into that come into play then while we're going through this whole adventure covid hit so then the investment now mind you i gotta give thanks to life because some of the investments we were making were contingent on space like when we were buying a hall that was our right. first investment was a hall boy would we ever lost all kind of funds right. yep. um because we couldn't do anything with the hall so i'm grateful to that then our other investment we we're getting into was a was a was a duplex or a trip yeah a duplex at the time and the plan was to rent it out to students and different things like that and yeah that would have been canned as well because we had all kind of like we were planning banking on international students needing a place anyways all kind of just to say we recently just said, okay, you know what? We're just going to buy something simple. We're just going to buy land. We're just going to buy something that where the community could be able to come together and say, look, we own this asset as a collective and let's benefit from the fact that people want to get out of the city. So we're li- still actively going through that process. And just to tell you guys, it has been an uphill <laughs> battle. But we, I, every day we're learning. I, I want to say it's it's been a, a good experience because the knowledge that we have learned as a collective has been exceptional. But knowing, like you had just mentioned, knowing the fact that as a collective we've been able to amass some capital to be able to have something that we own that we can hand off to the next generation that is really why we're doing this so now i'm hoping today with the information that we're learning from our amazing guests that's with us today is that we're able to just have a couple more nuggets that we could you know add to our pool of knowledge to be able to bring us to that next level so that's kind of my experience with real estate so i've been alluding to our amazing guests that we have in studio we have the one and only rodney jen with us rodney welcome ah! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Remind Welcome. me, I got to get those clap we, sound I, I effects. I was going to say, but they're, they're there. I know. You just got to play them. You got to play them because yeah. the dry hand claps just doesn't do it for people anymore. But Rodney, welcome to the Empower Hour. Welcome, welcome. Thank Happy you for being be here. Good. Nice. So let, let, let's dive right in. So first off, let's talk about you a little bit, Rodney. Let's, let's give a little bit about your background. Who are you? Me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, where, where, um, do start? where do I start? I mean... Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a story that, that connects to a lot of people in our generation. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents were born in Haiti. I'm born and raised in Montreal North. Mm-hmm. Um, first generation Quebecois. Mm-hmm. Right? So um, my parents uh, that are now divorced uh, bought a duplex in Montreal North mm-hmm. in the 80s. Okay. All right? So mm-hmm. um, years passed. My mom kept the house. It was mm-hmm. a hard struggle for her. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. and then that day she calls me. I'm 18, and she's like, "Rodney, I'm done. I'm I'm, I'm graduating from the hood. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Laval. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> oh, yes. I'm graduating. All right, that's amazing, mom. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, what are you doing with the duplex? Mm-hmm. My mom's like, "Man, I'm so tired of this duplex. Da 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 da. da. I'm gonna sell it. Mm. Everybody else is telling me just sell it. You know, I'm gonna build a house in Laval. So I'm like, Mom, I, I like your dream of building, but why 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 you want to sell? Mm-hmm. You know? She's like, because I, I don't want the trouble. Mm. Like, Mom, please don't sell. Mm-hmm. I didn't know why I told her that because mm-hmm. I thought it was the smart thing to do. Right. Usually when you think you're saying smart things, you yes. actually don't. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was actually a good Gina one. Gina knows what you mean. Gina knows exactly what, what you mean. Yeah. Shots fired. Yeah. No, no. Go no, ahead. yeah, because I'm I'm an intelligent person, and half the times I have to tell Pharaoh about things, and he doesn't listen. No, you see. he doesn't need. Oh. And then Gina after, to, anyways, oh. and after he's like, "Oh, yeah, you were right." Gina just okay. can't take. It. Anyways, go no, ahead. Sometimes. Sorry, Rodney. The floor is yours. I know Gina right. had to dive right in. Go ahead. Feisty morning. Yeah, go ahead. Listen. All right. <laughs> go, go ahead. Go ahead so um, welcome to the team, Rodney. Yes. Welcome all right. <laughs> so. um my, uh, uh, I told my mom not to sell, and she didn't sell. She she got her house in Laval, 
great house. Um, she kept the, the, the duplex in Montreal North. And uh, fast forward, because uh, I'm not 18 no more. Mm-hmm. Um, you fast forward, and my mom has a house that's fully paid. She's retired. Mm-hmm. And these are the main situations when your parent sits you down and tells mm-hmm. you about their plan that mm-hmm. affects you and your life. Right. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to sit down and agree on what's the next move. Right. I'm not going to a new country and restart everything like you did. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. there's certain things that we need to be put on yes. that, you know, it's a, it's a brand new reality. Mm-hmm. A lot yes, of my friends. Shout out to your mom who, who decided to talk to her children about yeah. that before just being like, hey, guys, by the way, we're out of here in 90 days. I yeah. sold the house. Yeah. Communication. Shout big, big shout out to your mom for that. Generational communication. <laughs> big time. Yes. <laughs> no, yes. Seriously. Necessary. Because for yes, us, it would have yes. been like, yo, by the way, we're done. going to live here now. I done sold the house. Like, wow. Whoa. Okay. Wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to my mom. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Facts. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, and she she told me, well, you know what, Rodney, uh, um, y- you have a you have a daughter, mm-hmm. right? My first grandkid. So, you know, I want to give you some money to, to help you buy a house. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, I'm like, man, mom, this is this is this is dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you're you're looking at the market and you're like, whoa, whoa, it's not that dope. It's not that dope. <laughs> I don't. Th- I didn't think my. Mo- I thought my money was was gonna stretch longer. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we had to really sit down and, and the, the conversation where it started. It's it's where a lot of investors actually start. Is where am I going? What's my goal? Mm. Right. And that question can sound a little. Yeah, what's your goal? You know, a lot of people try to goal set and whatnot, but this mm-hmm. is a lot deeper. Right. You have to get to know what type of investor you are because there's mm. different type of risk appetite mm. that is associated with the type of investment that you could have and that you would want to have. So mm-hmm. obviously in real estate, there's a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of different uh, uh, scenarios and directions you can go, but it's really about what you want and your real personality. So now what you believe, what you believe and why you want to, the, the why behind everything mm-hmm. is also extremely extremely important so for me uh, just saying hey i want to sit my mom make sure she's good Mm -hmm. yeah that's not enough Mm -hmm. right oh yeah mom let's just buy and we'll rent it out yeah (laughs) no Mm. not enough yes right quick search Mm -hmm. quick search hey yeah yeah somebody can help this with this this Mm, no Mm. not enough Mm mm-hmm and what is power? My my dad has been in the educational uh, <coughs> uh, well system, mm. and he made a career out of that. So for me, education is gold mm. and power. Mm. So awesome. I went back to the roots of man. What do we know? Mm. What do we not know that mm. the others know? That know mm. you know because that part that transition between leaving Haiti and coming to Montreal. I mm-hmm. mean, there's there's some knowledge that you know yep. was just not accessible. So now I decided. To invest mm-hmm. in education, mm. and this was a game changer. Mm. Game changer. Whatever you thought you knew or you <laughs> thought you no. Mm-hmm. And it's not just oh, follow this, call this person, and do that. The first thing and where everything starts is you have to get to know yourself, mm. right? Now, I read this. You guys know Robert Kiyosaki. Uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, is yes, that him? Yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. So he also has this quadrant. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Robert Kiyosaki quadrant. Okay. You guys Google that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the quadrant will be four parts. You'll have on the left upper part the E for employee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Under that, you'll have the S for small business. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the quadrant at the top, you'll have the B for big business. Mm-hmm. And under that, you'll have the I for investor. Mm. So what I thought was extremely important is that 
we all are in one of those categories. Sometimes you're you're a E, an employee, but you're mentally somewhere else. Right, yeah. Right? But the mental aspect is the most important, not where your current position is at, right? Okay. Because if you don't have enough money to invest or do any big business, you need to keep your job. Right, yeah. Stay an employee. Yep. Right? But the mindset has to be different yeah. for you to actually be somewhere different and the key thing that robert actually brought up on these quadrants is that the employee the mindset of an employee wants security that's mm -hmm. the first thing they want right, and yeah. the most important thing mm -hmm. so hey if you can give me a little money when i retire and make sure that job is going to stay there for next right but a lot of the ease uh are our main goals for anyone who comes from poverty mm -hmm. Just, will want to be an E. Yep. Just you could be, be a, a good a E. You could be a bad E. Mm -hmm. But an E, an employee. Mm -hmm. So the employee wants security, trades his time for money. And time cannot be, you can't have more time. Meaning in a day, it's 24 hours for everyone. That's it. So at one point, you're kind of capped on the amount of exchange you can do with your time. Mm -hmm. Now, the... The E will give anything for security. Mm -hmm. So they don't mind. Yep. The sacrifice. Right? Yep. The sacrifice. Now, the E gets taxed the most. Mm -hmm. Tell me about and it. And there's a... <laughs> and it's it's the, the populace of, of... They generate. They work for. They do a lot. They get a lot of stress. Mm -hmm. They... they, they they don't dream much because they work for someone else. It's right. always in a in a specific, you know, like, hey, hey, don't dream too much. You're an E. Mm -hmm. Be a great employee. And guess what? We're giving you security. Yep. Right? Under under that is where, Pharaoh, you and I met. Mm -hmm. I was a pure S, mm -hmm. small business. Mm -hmm. I was a personal trainer working for myself. Mm -hmm. I was like, screw being an E. Mm-hmm. I'm a pure, I'm going to rule the world by doing my S thing, right? Right, yep. But the S thing is funny because if you personally do not work that day, mm -hmm. everything stops. Yeah, yep. So if you have a bakery with your name on it and mm -hmm. you're the cashier and you're the baker, mm -hmm. that day you're sick, I mean, everything goes down. Yes. Mm. You still get taxed a lot. Mm-hmm. And... What you exchange for your time, because now it's you're giving all kinds of time. You yep. don't, you don't, you're not even counting it. You're not punching in, punching out. You're working right. clockwork. <laughs> stress is high. Yep. And at the end of the day, <clears throat> it is hard to leave anything. Facts. To your kids, and and when you say building wealth, mm -hmm. it, it's tough. <laughs> and a lot of times, your children have been watching you struggle, and they're like, "I don't want your business. I don't want, to do I don't that. want right. your business." And, and you're like, "Man, it's crazy." Because and, and you say that because a lot of people will say like, "Oh, I don't want to do that nine to five. I don't want to work for the man. Like, I want I want my freedoms." And then when you do your small business, you there is no nine to five. Yeah, you become the man, and you're working fifteen hours. <laughs> yeah, there's midnight to midnight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yes. if, and if you're lucky, you can sleep in between. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. So. Um, the the on the other side of the spec of the quadrant mm -hmm. at the top you'll have the b the b will be big business mm -hmm. now the main difference between big business and the the two first uh, section of the quadrant will be you'll be very tax aware mm -hmm. that's the first thing you're yes. very tax aware yep i do speak about taxes because a lot of people don't know how important tax are mm -hmm. right yep the other thing about a big business mindset is that you want to create systems. Yes. Now, a system is something that can run without you. Yep. Mm -hmm. You can you value your time so much, you're almost a little lazy <laughs> in a <laughs> sense where I don't want to do the work. And mm -hmm. I think it's you're smart. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> like, you say lazy, I'm like, mm. <laughs> That's that, that's that work smarter, <laughs> right. not harder. Not harder, not harder. Right. Yes. yes. Please. Yes. You know what I mean? Because building systems is not easy. I can tell you, I'm, I'm in this world right now. Mm -hmm. It ain't easy. It ain't easy. All right, cool. It ain't easy. All right. And the minute the minute the system is, is rolling, mm -hmm. then you get back your time. Yeah. And you can actually work at the direction of the big business exactly. instead of, right? Yeah. Uh, instead of the, the day-to-day. -day. Exactly. Yes. And again, their tax 
aware, mm-hmm. very, very close to their accountant, very mm-hmm. close to their fiscalist will tell you, hey, listen, this is this is how you do not get mm. taxed that much. Because yeah. the first the first trouble is actually gaining and getting money. Right. Yep. The minute you get money, the next day you're thinking, "How do I keep?" It? <laughs> exactly. Yep. It's so in that, and out. that day of of you celebrating because you made it, mm-hmm. the next day right away it's like IRA tax. <laughs> yeah, that's like when you buy your house and the welcome tax comes in. Hey, <laughs> exactly. Welcome. welcome. Yes. You guys remember uh, message? Message. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. So. Um, in that quadrant, again, the big business will will work at system, get himself out, and be very tax aware, and will be able to say, "Hey, listen, it's not about my ego driving mm-hmm. this." Mm-hmm. Compared to the S, right? Who who, who wants to put his face on a t shirt, and, and, and mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. If you want to put your face on a t shirt, please go ahead, mm-hmm. right? And the I, the mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. so the I. Again, on that side of the quadrant, you're always tax aware. Mm. That's that's the number one thing. And, and being aware and being able to pay no tax mm-hmm. is completely different, right? right? So yeah. what tools can you use? What professional can you knock at the door to be able to pay a lot less of your taxes? Mm. And now people will say, well, taxes are good. That's that. That's what makes the our city run so well. Our road looks so sweet. Mm. And well, we're par- they saying that, not Montreal. No? No, oh, no, no they didn't say it here. Oh, sorry. They, no. didn't, they didn't say that in Montreal. <laughs> no, no. They said the opposite. No, the opposite. complete opposite. Yes, Thank you. Yes. Okay. We're wondering where these tax dollars are going. Right? Thank you. Mm. They're going to... No. I okay. Get into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good. Mm-hmm. So, so basically, uh, the I will have a mindset of being able to read and understand data because mm-hmm. he has to invest in people, invest in things, invest in businesses. And to be able to invest, you need to be able to read, learn, know, and calculate your risk and know, okay, yeah, this, I love, I like what he's doing. I'm putting money towards this project because I vetted it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Again, any quadrant you're in, you can be good. You can be bad. Right. You can get better. But you have to ask yourself, what quadrant am I in to mm. start with? Right, yeah. Right? So the investor, the investor's brain and mindset is what is going to make you say, you know what? These are the type of goals that fit with what I want to do, who I am, mm-hmm. what I want to do. Now, re- where does real estate come in? Mm-hmm. A E mindset who's a real estate owner. Mm-hmm will not delegate he'll change all the light bulbs himself mm-hmm. he will be an employee to any tenants mm. he has okay mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. exchanging his time he wants to be in control he's tired and he's not thinking of equity future strategy what's the next move mm-hmm. he's just man please pay me this month mm-hmm. so i can go about my business right right mm. But when you're on the other side and you're thinking big business or investors, that's when you're thinking, okay, how can I scale? Mm-hmm. What's my strategy? I want to free up my time, yeah, right? And this is the most important thing. And I also want to build wealth for the next generation. Mm-hmm. If you're a great E, how much wealth could you leave being a great E? Mm. You can leave some. Mm-hmm. But how far does it go? Does it go two generation? Does it go Pharaoh the third, mm. the fourth? Right. You know what? Sorry. Right. Yep. So these type of questions I came up with. This is this is the information I came up with after speaking with my mom and really being able to dig deep into to what our plans are and and being a father of of a wonderful wonderful daughter. I was thinking, you know what? The next moves are for her, and it's for the future. So mm-hmm. you're scaling, you're 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 zooming out to be able to see the big picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, after that, I invested in my education at a place in a school called MREX. MREX. Okay. I was extremely extremely happy mm-hmm. to go there because nice. the information was overwhelming okay i felt stupid mm. i felt like it was way too much mm. i felt like whoa mm. 
But do you, do you guys see those 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 goat those mountain goats that mm-hmm. you see on a s- extremely steep mountain? Right. Right. That are just like climbing and they they look so confident, like they yeah. they're not gonna slip, mm-hmm. and they're just like climbing up and working. And there's something empowering being a- around a lot of other people that are. You think what they're doing is super dangerous. Like, man, how much did you put? Mm-hmm. How much did you borrow? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. What if? What? what if, oh, yeah. oh, man. This is a pure E mindset I'm mm. having because the E questions are coming up. Like, mm-hmm. where's the security? Right. Right. <laughs> right? Wow. Mm-hmm. So, so the mindset is always what drives the questions. And you always have to ask yourself, hey, who asked that question? Mm-hmm. Right. Is that the E? Right. Who was that? Is that an I? Mm-hmm. You always have to question. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where is it coming from? That mm-hmm. question. After that, I mean, Emrex taught me so much in terms of numbers, analyzing, meeting people, networking, knocking at the right door, understanding that you're not alone. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. And you can learn from a lot of people, other people's mistakes. And and sorry for cutting, just just for, just for clarity. Um, now this school is it. Um, like, how do I make the comparison? Like, is it for people who want to become real estate agents or is it because that I want to understand? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're, are we talking a school for agents or we're we talking a school for investors? This is a school for investors, specifically mm. multi-family investors. Nice. Okay. See, I didn't even know that existed. Mm-hmm. That's just That's to tell that you. That's part. It's That's like, what I love. And, I, and like, there's all these institutions mm-hmm. that you do and then you're just like, oh no, there's something like you think about what type of business that possibly is when they create an institution That's what to I'm teach saying. you about that specifically. Mm, mm, yeah. Right? Yeah. Rodney, thank you. Go ahead. Hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> right? Mm. So, so the main difference, because as an investor, you might want to be, uh, you might not be able to wor- start in multifamily. Mm-hmm. Right? But it's, how do you get in? Right. Once you're in, you're in. Mm-hmm. How do you get in is, is the main thing. So, what do you want to do? Do you want to say, hey, listen, I will continue paying my condo until this, 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 this. And I, I, see, I hear a lot of, I need a lot of money. I don't have the information. So you shy away from actually knocking at the door and asking, asking what, what can I do to actually come in here? Mm-hmm. Instead of just from far saying, hey, this looks complicated. I might not have the money or the knowledge, so I'm just going to do what I do and and stay with my security. Mm-hmm. I hope for the best. Fingers and crossed. Hope for the best. Yeah. Right. So once you once you knock on the door and you notice, you're like, man, there's a lot of people that started where I started at different positions mm-hmm. that are able to come in, and I'm so happy. I know now I have some type of blueprint and information mm-hmm. to know how to actually jump in mm-hmm. into multifamily. Yeah. Now, the main difference mm-hmm. between residential and commercial. Mm-hmm. Now, you learn about risk and risk factor and calculating risk because the I mindset will calculate risk. Everything is, you, if you can put a number to risk, then the investor's super happy because he can calculate, yeah. yeah, this is risky, this, this, where am I putting my money mm-hmm. and what's the return and the future, what, what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Now, the residential, a lot of people will tell you residential is, is a lot riskier because if ever you do, you have a duplex. And when I say residential, is fourplex and down. Okay. I was about to ask, like, mm-hmm. when does it become commercial? Because when you say mm-hmm. commercial in my head, I'm just like, okay, so are we talking about depreneurs and Depen- shops yeah, and stuff? Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, good to clarify that anything five and up is considered at the bank commercial. So mm-hmm. whatever residential broker you spoke to, mm-hmm. you're going to a different section of the bank and the next door where they do everything differently. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, how to transition from one side to another is, is great. Mm-hmm. Or you can actually not have nothing and still knock at the commercial just to learn yep. and then go back and say, okay, this is what I need to do. Yep. Now, the residential uh, will be considered a lot riskier simply because if ever you have a triplex and one person doesn't pay you, it's one-third of your mortgage mm-hmm. that doesn't come in. Mm-hmm you are almost forced into being a, 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 a E mm-hmm. because you, the, the property doesn't generate enough money mm-hmm. to get you a little further than your investment. And right. when I say further, you, you, you have, there's a lot of management. A lot of the stories we hear about real estate will be around the management, managing people, 
right? Something mm-hmm. breaks, they call you, uh, issues pop- popping up. Mm-hmm. You're you're so close to your investment. Right. You're the one being an E, mm-hmm. having to do certain things. Yep. When you jump into the commercial and you have enough generating assets, mm-hmm. then you hire a uh, a manager, a property, property manager. manager. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And the whenever there's a, a, a um, shout out to Queen right here who actually told me this before. Mm-hmm. When there's enough work for a new position to be to, to, to be created, mm-hmm. think about not doing the job because right. it's a whole new job on its own. Exactly. Yeah. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So you have to respect the job flow, the the, the work that it creates, mm-hmm. and ask yourself, "Hey, do I want to be an E? Mm-hmm. Do is it okay for me to start being an E and and then?" transfer and, and trying to get enough money to, mm-hmm. to pay off a, a, a manager to actually manage the property. Right. So now when you're looking at the risk calculation and the residential, uh, it's a lot riskier uh, and you grow slower. Okay. Right. And, but it's still a very good trampoline to jump in to mm-hmm. a lot of things. Right. So the commercial side, what's super interesting is that the risk is reduced by the amount of people that you have. So mm-hmm. once, if one person on a sixplex doesn't pay, mm-hmm. then it's one sixth that doesn't pay. And most likely the extra of all the other five rents coming in mm-hmm. will cover part or fully the, the rent that's not coming in. So you're padded in a sense. Mm-hmm. And you know, and, and I'm, I'm sure this is where you're going, and I'm actually I'm looking at the time, so I know we, we're going to have um, um, to, to to fast track a little bit. I remember the first time I heard this was, I got to give a shout out to my boy Max at Scotiabank because uh, we're working on, you know, some type of seeing how we could work together. And one of the things he had mentioned to me, I think he was the first person to bring this to me, and then you were the second, um, was the fact that in the eyes of the bank, when you are investing in these larger properties, they're not looking at you anymore. And that is that's a game changer for a lot of people within our community, um, unfortunately, because the fact that a lot of us, because of whatever mistakes we might have made coming up, our credit might not be the best. Um, but when you're coming in as a commercial buyer, the bank is not even studying you. It's like, OK, they're now looking at your asset. They're looking at, OK, how large is your property? Um, how much is your rent is going to generate? Mm-hmm. Like, and so and that guys, I'm telling you right now, for those who are listening. It is a game changer because a lot of us personally or our credits, it won't allow us to become real estate investors. But if you could actually get to that echelon, so to speak, where you could actually become a commercial investor, mm-hmm. the game has changed for you completely. But not Co- to mention, and, and to jump in on that, and that's where sometimes you have to start off as that residential buyer, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I said, for me, 10 years ago when I purchased it, I purchased it with a different mindset. But then as I'm paying this mortgage for 10 years, there's this thing called equity that's mm-hmm. built on your home. Mm-hmm. And that's both on what you've been paying on your principal and what and, and the um, the value that your home has increased on the market. Mm-hmm. Now you have that equity and it's no longer the, the, the money that I saved up to pay that down payment for this one condo mm-hmm. is no longer the my money from my E job, mm-hmm. right? right? That I'm that I'm hard earning, putting my time and, and getting paid for. It's no longer that because then the other thing that that I was told mm-hmm. was anything that you need done in your home mm-hmm. should not come out of your pocket. Mm-hmm. It should come out of the equity of your home. Mm-hmm. So Smart. you use that money to inv- reinvest into that property because if there's equity in your home, it it means that if all else fails mm-hmm. and you turn around, you go back to the bank and you say, "I want to sell that." nothing still comes out of your pocket at the end of the day. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Very smart, very smart, good uh, advice that you actually got. You you said a key word, the word equity. Mm -hmm. People people think cash flow, people are very cash flow driven, meaning, oh, how much are you getting extra Mm -hmm. after your rent? Uh, Oh, $300. $300? You bought a sixplex Mm -hmm. and you're only getting $300? -hmm. And how much did you put in? Oh yeah, th- uh, three four hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. No, no, just I'll put it in crypto. <laughs> not 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 to <laughs> not, not to crypto. Not crypto, right? But yes, <laughs> but the risk the risk is right. completely completely different. Different completely, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's really interesting about multifamily is the first thing is how the bank actually sees it. They mm-hmm. see it as a business. Mm-hmm. They calculate it differently, mm-hmm. and the reason and, and the way they calculate it is how much revenue after expenses this this property is generating mm. and according to the revenue they will give a value to the property mm. 
So higher rents or higher profit mm-hmm. means your property is worth a lot more. Right. But the residential, they don't care about the rents. Two mm. duplexes, one next to each other, built the same, one sold for a million, then mm-hmm. it's going to impact the other one, even if the rents are extremely low. Right. But in commercial, they would say, hey, they, they're both built the same year, two sixplex, one next to each other. Mm. This one is worth, oh, you say it's worth a million? No, it's worth 800. Oh, this one is worth 650. You're like, what? Mm. Yeah, why? Oh, the rents. You're not making as much. Wow. And since we say this is six fifty, we're gonna give you a mortgage for six fifty. Right, yeah. Based off of what but uh excuse me, Mr. Banker, what about the three hundred and fifty extra? Because it's still a million dollars to purchase. Right, yeah. Oh, it's gonna have to come from your pockets. Right, yeah. So this is the first cold shower a lot of people will get when they knock at the door of the 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 commercial side and they'll Mm -hmm. be like, Whoa. This is a lot of money to invest. I am not ready. This, 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 and that's when you start creating all kinds of scenarios. Why not? Mm. Right? So the multifamily is is a faster way to actually create wealth. Okay. But the, the, the main thing is the added value that you can create yourself Mm. in your assets. Mm. Now people put their money in stocks. They're cross, they cross their fingers that the corporation will make the right move to make the business grow so that their stock actually grows. Increases, yeah. You're not in control of it. All right. You're putting money in crypto. You're crossing your finger. Mm-hmm. That is going to be popular enough. Other people are going to jump in. You have no control. All right. You buy a sixplex. Mm-hmm. You r- raise the rent. Mm-hmm. By adding value, Mm -hmm. then you just made your asset more profitable and and there's more money for you to get. And for our listeners, like when you say added value, you mean just it could be as simple as you come in and and do some tweaks in the bathroom, in the kitchen, um, add value in that sense. Is that what you mean? Yes. You can add value. You're you're looking as the bank is looking at the the net profit, like your net operating income. Right. Now – by increasing the rents, you have to explain why you're increasing the rents. You can't just increase it just to increase it, right? Yep. So you have to invest in it. Mm-hmm. Or you can lower your expenses, mm. revise your insurance, mm. electricity bill too high. So let me change everybody to lead or mm-hmm. control the temperature and max it out at 24. Right. No apartments can actually go higher than 24. Right. For Boom. example. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So now rents are higher then the value of my property will be increased. Mm, And when people are looking at cash flow, the real investors are looking at how much equity am I actually creating? Mm. Because now the market will have a lower impact on how much my property is going to be worth. I'm the one putting the effort and the fruits are still in my backyard. I'm I'm directly creating the wealth and the added value mm. to my asset. And that's a lot. That's people don't have that. <sighs> they can study an asset. You can study a stock, mm-hmm. take it out, put it back in. Right. But unless you work for the company and actually take decisions for it, yeah. you can't create right. like you, that you, added value. Like you can in real, real estate. Like you can in real estate. So and I think we have, there's so much to, to deep dive in there, but um, running from your perspective, when it comes down to that, that, um, that buying, um, where do you buy? Do you have any advice on like how do you how do you select where do you go how do you where do you start with that ultimately? Where where do you buy? How do you start? So first, you have to be honest with yourself and know how much money you actually have. That I was gonna say because I was like, all this sounds awesome, but it, like the the real the reality check. Yes. We're talking a couple hundred thousand dollars you're yes. putting down. Yes, no yes, longer, yes, yes. you're well, no we're longer talking commercial. Right for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Mm-hmm. You know, because we're not talking about just buying a you know residential spot. We need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to give you an example, I I calculated all the sixplex that were sold in the last two years in Montreal, mm-hmm. put them through a conventional way of buying, purchasing, mm-hmm. and the down payment average mm-hmm. was about fifty three point four percent. Wow! Whoa. Of the price, wow. so that was your down payment. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, so, so the first question is, man, this is out of my league. How mm. do I do it? But there are so many ways of doing it. Mm. The furthest way of doing it is with a REIT. Mm-hmm. A REIT will be a stock, almost like a stock, okay. but the company owns real estate. Okay. So they actually give you dividends, quarterly dividends. Mm. You give them money, mm-hmm. they do the purchasing, and from the cash flow they get, they give you money every four months. Wow. This is the furth- furthest way of actually you can invest in properties, mm-hmm. but you're not yourself looking just at this. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can actually put yourself in a group, mm-hmm. contact the OFC, mm-hmm. put yourself in a specific community that are putting their money together. Mm-hmm. But the main question is always, what's the what's the exit plan? Mm-hmm. If you don't know the exit right. plan, don't go in. That's 100%. Don't yeah. start asking once you're in, hey, mm-hmm. how, how are we getting, mm-hmm. what are we getting? Facts. Yeah. And the minute you understand that you can create your value, you can increase the value, mm-hmm. you can also not look at the cash flow coming in, but the future equity created with exactly. what you're saying. So by raising $50 out of my sixplex mm-hmm. on everybody in the sixplex, mm-hmm. it's $300 added. Right. That $300 added for the bank can easily represent an added value of your property mm-hmm. of 150,000 wow. or 100. Or, right, yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. so now you're thinking, "Oh, it's not just an extra $300." Exactly. The bank sees this as, "Whoa, my property is worth a lot more, therefore you can refinance and get a lot more in repeat with the wow. money that you refinance and not necessarily the cash flow that comes in." So if you're focused on the cash flow that little money coming in, then you're looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, you're, you're functioning like a, an S and E, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe even a B, but you're, yeah, but you're, but you're, not, you're not functioning you're not like an, an investor. Yeah, you're yes. not functioning like no, an you're, investor. You're not on the B side. You're, no. still you're not on the B you're side. You're on the E and S side. E and S, yes. true, true, yes. true. So, so the most important thing really to wrap it up is, is get to know yourself, mm-hmm. to know what type of investment mm-hmm. fits your need and your risk appetite. Mm-hmm. The higher the risk, the higher, the better, the more the biscuit, whatever the mm-hmm. hell they say. Yeah, right? yeah. So once you know yourself, then you get education. Mm-hmm. Get educated. Get educated. You'll find other people that you're going to say, okay, well, I, I, I'm not alone no more. Exactly. Right? I can do this as a team. Mm-hmm. And once you have a good team around you, sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. Sky's the limit. You see, and I think for us it was important, especially in the times that we're in right now, like I said, our, our gas prices are bananas. There's the cost of living is, is just going crazy. We wanted to bring nuggets to the community to plant some seeds, right? That mm. would that would help the community to think differently, to see things differently. Um, so from what I'm taking from this, there, there is a value in coming together with a collective of people who are on the I mentality. Yes. Where you guys could come together and say, you know what? Okay, I have a, I have ten thousand here. I have twenty thousand here. Regardless, whatever we could pull our capital together and raise the money that we need to buy our first six flags, mm-hmm. even if it's a half a million dollars, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we pull to, pull that capital together and then we own our first six flags. But then, from when you do that, sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. Sky's the limit. You want smart money You're right. because raising money is one thing, mm-hmm. but where is it being invested? Who's in control? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's the the main person controlling the whole thing? Is actually the most important thing. So the education has to come after. Mm-hmm. And it's not just, hey, I know someone with a lot of money. No, get educated first. Right. Get to know the risk profile of mm-hmm. that investor. Does right. he want his money right away? Does Can he wait five years? Mm. If you're new, you tell people I'm new. It might take a little longer. Yeah. Right? Don't overpromise. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, underpromise, overdeliver. Overdeliver. That type of uh, approach. But there's so much. There's so much to it. You know, I, I want to uncover and, and so, my, so many nuggets. But... Again, go see MREX. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they have a YouTube channel. You can contact the OFC if mm-hmm. you need a community you can rely on and try to get other professionals that have the bits and pieces of knowledge that you need. Well, what, I, what I'm, I'm excited to share, because you and I, we've spoken off air um, about basically the plans that we have for the community. So one, I'm very grateful to have you as a member of the club and for your willingness to be able to help us to head a, a collective investment project. Right, so yes. now we have somebody within our co- within our community that we could actually rely on, who has the knowledge, who has the information, who's here to help us to guide us. I the the value that that is going to bring to one the collective as a, as as a, as a community is, is exceptional. But again, the generational wealth that 
we're going to be able to provide for our future, for our children coming up. And that is one of the main points why we all came together and, and created this investment club is mm -hmm. because we wanted to we wanted to see something for our future where we had yes. made the mistake. We we never even thought about an exit because we, we weren't in it for an exit. We were in it to pool our capital together to keep it long term because in our minds, that's how you build generational wealth. So none of us were like, OK, how are we going to get back out? We're like, no, no, we are in it for life and, our, <laughs> we're, in, and we're in it for our next generation. Yeah. And right? I think I think when we talk about exit, um, it's. It's it's multifold, right? Mm -hmm. There is the okay. Do I want to purchase this, um, flip it, and make more money and keep it going? But right. the exit is like, okay, when can I exit being so hands on mm -hmm. on this property and whatnot, and then I can remove myself and let it give me that residual income mm -hmm. <coughs> income mm -hmm. without needing so much time and whatnot and start building more that's it mm -hmm. right and so that like you got to give yourself that time frame for that type of quote-unquote mm -hmm. exit mm -hmm. yeah definitely and if you're running after the cash too fast then mm -hmm. guess what you're paying taxes extremely fast as well so right. whoever whatever profit you're making out of a flip i mean you better reinvest that money extremely fast mm. simply because your taxes are going to be stupid crazy uh, right yeah and and to to I wanted to share this with you guys mm -hmm. because when I dug deep into my reasoning onto why I want to do this, because you have to ask yourself why mm -hmm. four or five times, yep. you don't accept the first answer. You dig a little deeper mm. and through slavery, mm -hmm. we were able to make land more profitable, mm. right? Mm -hmm. By digging our hands in it and making the land that we didn't own right. more profitable. Mm hmm while being told to get back, go back to our <laughs> our own land, right, yeah. while making another land more profitable. Mm. Now we're completely, 2022, we're in Montreal. We're in Montreal this morning. Mm -hmm. There's no slavery, thank God. Mm -hmm. But I want to know mm. how to create value mm. on land because mm. this is the most important thing. After yeah. this, nobody's going to tell me to go back. Anyway. Nowhere. Because mm, <laughs> I'll be it. exactly where I need to be. Mm. And my daughter mm -hmm. will know, hey, this is ours. Wow. Right. All right. Wow. Rodney, now this, I, I, I feel it deserves a round of applause. Like, that, 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 that closing statement right there, that, that is how you close an Empower Hour interview. Jesus. That was good. Guys, my goodness. So, Rodney, one, I, again, I, can, I can't thank you enough. Um, I know people are listening and they're like, how, where are the handles? How do I reach Rodney? What is it? Um, so, go ahead. You, you, you could share what, what and how, you know, what the next steps are. Yeah. I mean, I... I I accept all my friends on Facebook. Anyone mm -hmm. who wants to be my friend on mm -hmm. Facebook will be friends. <laughs> it's okay. That's a start. It's okay, yeah. right? So Rodney Jeune, J-E-U-N-E. -E. Mm -hmm. um, through the OFC, you can also mm -hmm. contact me because I it. will be doing some uh, workshop with the OFC to yes. dig a little deeper into the subjects. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, on Facebook or LinkedIn, Perfect. Rodney Jeune, you can uh, uh, hit me up. Mm, I so uh, will be putting together... Mm -hmm. uh, something to to, to really uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, bring all the investors or people that want some information, but it's really just about sharing and growing together. That's, that's it. And on a, on a personal is. note, I do want to thank you personally for taking the time and, and speaking to my son. Um, oh, he man. was glowing um, by by the the time that he ended the call. He called me right after. He's like, "Dude, this is crazy, Dad. I'm going to be a millionaire." I was like, <laughs> yes, he will. Yes, he yeah, will. he has the mindset. He has the spirit. So I thank you for the knowledge. Um, and you've gone over and above because normally we ask people in the community, you know, if you could spend like 45 minutes max, you know, half hour to talk. Your conversation with him went over an hour, and you're like, "We're gonna have a follow up." Yeah, <laughs> for sure. We need, like, need follow up. Basically, like, yes, okay, yes. so we're gonna put it on a schedule. He told me the whole night. So I, was like, I thank you again, again for just going over and beyond. No, no problem. The co commodity of time is something that a lot of people forget. Mm. So, <laughs> so when I meet a young, bright son mm. like yours, mm. I mean, I just want to give him all the information because time is on his side. Mm -hmm. And yes. now that he knows, that's it. it. Oof, dangerous. Guys, so you guys heard it. Anybody who wants to get involved, so follow up, check out the OFC. You go to OFCcommunity.com. You could sign up. You could join the community, join the collective. And as soon as you join, say, I'm interested in real estate. If that's what it is, I'm interested in the collective investment, if that's what it is. And we will guide you and we'll make sure you're part of the right groups and that you're present in the next meetings that we're going to have. I think we're working on something for the beginning of April. So, you know, you guys will, you guys will be in the know. 
kings and queens, this was the Empower Hour with Pharaoh Freeman, Queen Kaya, and Gina the Great. We are on live every Sunday from 7 to 9 p.m. and broadcasting Thursday mornings at 7 a.m. on CKUT 90.3 FM. Hopefully you got your dose of entertainment, enlightenment, and empowerment. Subscribe and watch us on EmpowerMTL.com and email us at EmpowerMTL at gmail.com to anonymously be featured on our What's the T-Mail segment. Stay blessed, black, and highly favored.